Now meet another marsupial and ecological specialist, about to take her experience to Oxford, Teresa Cochran. So I'm Teresa Cochran and I'm a Dungari Gumbanga woman who grew up on Birupai country, but I currently live on Bunjilung country on the Gold Coast. On the Gold Coast. And where did you grow up? What's the other name of the place? I grew up on Birupai country, which is the Port Macquarie-Hastings area, especially Warhope West, but then on the coast in Port Macquarie. Yeah. So you're local here? Yeah, I am a local here. I grew up here for about 15 years and recently moved away for study and work options. And you know about the koala story here? Yeah, so as part of my research at Charles Sturt University and along with Koala Conservation Australia, I really wanted to build relationships with my personal totem, the koala, and I outreach to a lot of Indigenous communities about conserving the totem that's really important to them. And what do they say about the best ways of conserving? So some of the best ways to conserve koalas is getting information out to community, communicating with people about the importance of conserving the animal, but also the impacts that the actions we have, like urbanisation, like agriculture, are having on this animal. Yeah, and it's quite severe around here, is it not? So Port Macquarie is definitely an up-and-coming area, so a lot of development is happening, but at the same time, there's a lot of work in conservation with recently getting land acquired that is vital koala habitat. Enough land, do you think? I don't think so, but it's a good stepping stone into what conservation and preservation of this animal can look like into the future. And now going across to Oxford to study ways in which you can further these ideas. They don't have many marsupials in Oxford, do they? Uh, No, they don't, but the thing I really like and one of the reasons I want to study there is because Oxford University and the universities in the UK are the foundation of the science and the academia that we do now and that we're going to continue to do and it's going to be amazing to learn from some of the best minds in the world about my passion. Yes, and they've got local woods. Whitton Wood, for example, is where they do local experiments just around the corner from colleges. I didn't know that. (laughs) I'm definitely going to have to check that out for sure. (laughs) I gather you're going to Green College. Green actually sounds as if it's environmental, but it, it was Mr Green, who is in fact a capitalist, owned very much a, a big electronics company. Well, as much as it is green, I actually have not really looked that much into where I'm going to be staying, and that's all probably the month before I go is just going to absorb everything I can about the place. And So I'm a little bit prepared. I'm not prepared at all now, but hey. <laughs> yes, well, how many students are who go to Oxford? Who can tell? But um, what's the discussion in the traditional sense of looking at the way people must look after their own families and earn money and do various things like that at the same time as conserving biodiversity and so on? I think it's now more than ever an amazing time to actually learn about the impacts that we're having, but also sustainable methods that we can bring into our daily lives. The best thing I know is it's never too late to start. And if you're thinking about conserving or adding sustainable practices, like start doing it now and every step forward, no matter how little, is always going to be a step in the right direction. And I think educating little ones and young ones about what we can do, they're our future generations. They're the ones that are going to benefit. And if we're teaching them young, then that's going to carry through them for their lifetime. Yeah, I just wondered about the uh, perception of change because if your culture's been here for 65,000 years... There wasn't that much change necessarily as fast as it's going now. Well, it's almost out of control now in many ways. It seems to be changing so quickly. So getting those two aspects of time together might be interesting. I think a big thing about Indigenous culture and what I've learnt 
from my family and my dad and my uncles and my grandparents, my aunties and just community in general is it's all about storytelling. The best way that I learnt was stories from my family growing up and we are in a time where things are happening so fast but sometimes we just need to slow down, sit around, share a story with each other, have a yarn and think and reflect on what we're doing. We're in such a fast-paced world and we can often get lost but sometimes it's nice to go out into nature and sit under a eucalyptus tree or spot a koala and just think, you know. Do you still do that? All the time. If ever I'm feeling a bit rushed, I always go out to the environment with my roommate, Maddie, and we just sit out there for hours just talking about plants and animals. Where do you go? Springbrook National Park on the Gold Coast. There's some beautiful waterfall walks and some amazing glowworm caves. Glowworm caves? Yeah, so we went at night a few weeks ago for one of my friends one year in Australia and we just went and we just looked at all these glowworms and we were just so inspired by their bioluminescence and how they just live on a rock wall, just that's their home. And So you've got the habit of taking things quietly as well as being on screens and the TikTok world of 45 seconds, boom, over. <laughs> oh, I'm not a social media person. I am so far away from being on social media. I have none of that. A little LinkedIn recently, but... I just prefer to live like naturally in the world. Like I don't really tune into the world outside of being in the environment and what I'm studying. And finally, what are you going to tell the Oxford people about koalas? That they're very cute and they're not koala bears. But I just want to share my knowledge with them about all the little intricacies, how they've adapted to eat eucalyptus. But I'm also keen to learn from people all around the world about their study animals, like their little niches that you get from those conversations about people's passions. Proud of your achievement. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> the exuberant Teresa Cochran, soon to leave for Green Templeton College, Oxford, whose first master was the legendary Sir Richard Dole. She's currently at Charles Sturt University. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.